Yo. Yo, bro, what are you saying? Yeah, I'm good still. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Uh, welcome back to the CTB podcast. I'm your host, DB. I'm your host, Ewan, aka The Real PM. Come on, come on. All right, all right, let's get it started. We were record- let's tell the listen, we were recording earlier, then we were having technical difficulties, so we just had to restart this one, obviously. Good, want good um quality for you lot and whatnot. Come on, come on. We're done with the bad quality. Yeah. Anyway, let's get started. So this week's topic is personal finance as well as a little bit about property. You feel me? Yeah. So, well, we'll start with borrowing, which is something a lot of us have gone into as of recently obviously with our student loan yeah applying for a student loan you do that through um student loans company you apply online then your parents will set um something they need to, to fill out and then you get a a figure awarded to you based on yeah. their income yeah um like i said what i found with that speaking to different people from different households different backgrounds different areas if you come from a two-parent household you are it, it does favor against you in the sense that even though your parents may not be earning that much individually because it's put together you find yourself in the same bracket as people with parents that do earn a high amount so it does work against you in that circumstance definitely and it's 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 sad because i feel like it's it has put off people from going and deterred people from going to uni and whatnot and a lot of people go down the apprenticeship route which is fine that's that's great that that suits you that's fantastic but it's just a shame that people aren't able to take the opportunity to go to uni for financial reasons, which is a shame. It should always be it's a decision. Poor, it's poor, it's poor yeah. that people are being put off uni because of the debt, but at the same time, like, you can look at it this way. Like, obviously, you can go to uni for any degree, but the degree you're going to uni for do you really need to go to uni for that degree? It's true. I feel like there's recent in recent times people have started to ask, um, are too many people going to uni? Like, do you think there are too many people going to uni and it's becoming, the value of a degree is just decreasing because there's too many people going to uni, getting a degree. The, the value of the, of the degree is, is declining heavily. Yeah. That's why going to a reputable uni is important because then your, your your degree is worth more to be honest yeah um do we do not we do need more people in the workforce yeah because they're going to generate money for the for the gdp of the economy yeah like if every single person who's between 18 and 21 is in uni like that man could be working 
they're gonna be they're missing out on, on that ink on that money. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Like the economy is that we, I mean the country that we live in has got quite a lot of old people. Yeah. People are gonna have to retire at some point. Nah, definitely. So if, if they're not if they're not working, the young people ain't working. It was like, what's going on then? But I, I do feel like um, apprenticeships and internships are becoming more in fashion. I feel like um, corporate uh, corporate companies and whatnot are with more initiatives and internships. Like I think um, Goldman Sachs, they do some good internships. Um, KPMG. That's that. That's it, right? KPMG, um, JP yeah. Morgan, JP Morgan, yeah. Who else? What, what are they the called? Lo- like the big four or something? The, lo- the EY, Ernest and Young, KPMG, yeah. Deloitte, and then there's Bank one of America, who, all of them who I've forgotten because there's a big four companies which are involved in professional services, so like accounting, all that kind of stuff, yeah. But I've forgotten the last one, it's tight. But, anyways, having um, being involved in apprenticeship is good. On both sides, like, uh, firstly, for the company, it's cheaper labor. Like, yeah, they ain't gonna be paying you that, that mad amount that they're paying people who finish uni. Like, when people are finishing, yeah. uni, if you're working for these large financial services companies or these large um law firms, they, they're gonna they're, have to pay out, they're gonna have to pay you upwards of 50 bags. They're gonna have to dig in their pot. They, they're, they're not trying to be like, really and truly, they're not trying to be paying any graduate. I would say anything above thirty five thousand. Do they want to? Not necessarily, but no, they don't want to. But that's the thing where if your competitor is is paying the graduates fifty bags, you gotta pay them fifty five because they yeah, you want you, you want to get the best, the best of the best. Yeah, that, that's how yeah. it works. Compared to selling, but I feel like they do, they do like having. They, I feel like the reason why they um they're pushing these apprenticeship schemes forward is because they do like to train you from I'm trying to think what age oh yeah after after, I don't know if some of them do it after GCSE for the most part after A level for the most part yeah for the most part after A levels or whatnot they can train you and they can mould you in the way they want you to work and whatnot they're investing in you they're hoping that you will will stay at the company for a, a long period of time do, do, do you feel like with that um, people that go to uni and graduate and go to these companies are at a disadvantage then? To an extent. Because my sister my sister always said that she in fact even though I said that my sister I remember um, she told me that in her workplace you could tell the difference when, when problem solving things come up and certain things come up you can tell the difference between people that have gone to uni and people have who have who haven't and done this job through an apprenticeship. What did you mean by the difference? What, are the people who didn't go uni are they struggling to solve problems? No, no. I think it's I think it's the opposite way around. She didn't go into too much detail, but I think she said just the way they approach it. There's a difference. And that the people that actually graduated for uni, funny enough, have maybe a slight advantage, maybe in the technical side of things. The people who have gone to uni, depending on how you spend your time, because you can get work experience throughout your time at uni. A lot of people do. 
it's not like you're yeah. entering the workforce with no experience. A lot of people do internships throughout the yeah. summer. Um, some people take a year out and go and work. So yeah, yeah. people do have some sort of experience. Obviously, they've gained a lot of theory, which I guess employers do like because they're going to continue to hire people who come out of uni. But um, yeah. people who have started from like 18, 19 and like worked their way through the organisation, they really know how the organisation works. They, I guess, yeah, probably have got better skills when it comes to like speaking with clients or whatnot because... Been, and been, even been, on their CV, it's on their CV looks great. Yeah, when yeah. they come to these jobs, they always ask experience, 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 experience. Yeah, right. they've got a high amount of leverage. And when they hit like 21 or 22, 23, if they want to leave that particular company for any reason, they're in a very good position. Okay, let's say 21 because that's where most people graduate. Where um, some of us We'll be graduating, starting on let's let's be realistic, twenty five thousand onwards. Um, they'll be leaving a job where they might have been paid thirty thousand, and they're on like fifty thousand at a new company based on the experience, experience. over the, the over that three year period. Experience can take you far, bro. I'll be real. Right? Yeah, can take you mad far. A lot of men have applied for jobs which are, they're not relatively qualified for, and they come they come in and they blagged it, and they got a job before me, and they've, they've yeah. done a madness and um, a significant amount when they weren't initially experienced enough. But sometimes you just got to blag it. Yeah, and um, well, before on on the last recording, we were talking about how some of our parents. Um, push this uni agenda onto us and I was saying I feel like it comes from the fact that back home that's what their grand that's what sorry their parents and our grandparents taught them in the sense that you need to be a doctor a lawyer a this a that and for that you need a degree and obviously coming over to Britain and being um, due to no rate like racism oppression all these different things um as a black person having a degree you kind of earned a certain type of respect from society you're seen as respectable yes so for obviously times have moved on massively but they they don't really acknowledge that so when you kind of say to them, oh, like, I'm not going to uni, I want to work, or this, that, or what, they're like, what? Bro, they look at you like you're, like, you've got four heads, bro. Like... <laughs> they lose it. They, they, I feel like to them, to them, they take that as, oh, you just want to sit, like, sit at home and be a bum, or... Even. Like, you could, you could literally tell them, I'm going to do an apprenticeship at this big company, but it just won't register. But you're not going to uni, right? They're like, so I breathe this country and <laughs> for but, 18 but years and, I've, and I fed you and you haven't got, and you haven't got uni. Right, but you know what like it that. is with African parents as well? They, they like to they like to gloat and boast and say, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah my, my child, <laughs> you know them once? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they like yeah. to go to church and say, yeah, my child got GA stars. <laughs> of course. <laughs> they like, and all that, and first class degree and all that. You went to Cambridge, all of that, all of that, all of that. They love it. Yeah, they love it. They, 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 they love to show off. They love to show off their kids' achievements because they, 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 they really which is do... which is good. Yeah, it's good. Which is good, but um, <laughs> they're not really caring about what they're trying to push. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Hopefully, well, with our generation, it will change. I don't think I'll, I'll encourage or force my children to go uni. You know? like, if they want to do it, they can do it. If, mm-hmm. it, if it's applicable to their, to their job. Yeah. Then why not? Yeah. But, like, it's not... It's really there's, a lot, there's a lot... Let's be real. A lot of people are going to go into professions where they genuinely didn't need to go to uni. A lot of people have gone to uni because they enjoy their subject and they want to learn more about it. Yeah, Rather yeah, yeah, than yeah. they need a job from their subject. Some people just to find themselves or find what they want to do. Definitely. Definitely. Well, right, let's come off uni because there's there's much more to find us than going to uni. If only. Um, yeah. Another form of boring, which is, um, I guess a lot of you have probably been accustomed to, is overdraft. With student mm. accounts, they're bombarding you with that large overdraft, that one put that one bags one one point five bags worth of overdraft, which you don't have to pay back until, obviously after you finish uni. Mm-hmm. But it's a thing where if you start your borrowing with bad habits, you you end up yeah. in the wrong place. You, you you will end up. I feel as though if you're gonna use it for something necessary such as paying your rent or shopping or utilities or some or something where you have to like it's it's a must by all means necessary do it but if you're doing it because oh like the man are going out and i need to buy this ticket and this this and that to keep up or i need to buy this outfit or whatnot it's it's not good because when we're young we get into habits and these habits will set precedent for going forward. So if you get into good habits going forward in life, you're going to have positive outcomes because you got into positive habits from young. But if you start off, especially at this crucial age in terms of finances, getting into bad habits, you'll find that you carry these bad habits as you get older. You'll be 35 living paycheck to paycheck to paycheck that's the worst into that, into that overdraft you don't want that yeah because you, you started it when you were 18 so you don't want that come on do better do better yeah. do better but yeah that's that's one of the first forms of borrowing that we'll probably encounter yeah uh, another one would be credit cards which yeah, a lot of African parents will tell you, "Do not touch credit cards. Do not touch credit cards. Do not touch credit cards." Blah 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 blah. But there's they're not particularly them, bad. Though. You feel me? They're, don't don't yeah. look at them like the like the devil. The way the way it's, your parents I make feel it like seem. It's, it's how you. I feel like finances in general, all these things, mortgages, credit cards, this, that, the other, loans, and it's how you use it. You can use it to your advantage. Yeah, with a credit card. From, to my knowledge, like you're gonna have to um to get one at this age, you're gonna have to have some sort of like job because they look for you to have some sort of income. I remember I tried to apply for one yeah. before, but I'll be real, like the job I had, it's a thing where my, my income was not more ta- taxable and them things there. So I'm not really trying to free that information up before me. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. they were like, "Oh, have you got a job?" I was like, "I was like." Trying to stay low stay from low. the tax money. Like, HMRC, I pay my taxes. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> that man are cheeky, man. 
But yeah, they even they even reimbursed me from from the tax they they took for my my wages last month. Dickheads, man. Yeah. Anyways, when you when you do apply for a credit card, so like a lot of them from the big banks will ask you if you have a sort a job, and that will obviously help or hinder you in getting one. But yeah, yeah. credit cards are gonna have quite a high APR compared to other forms of borrowing. APR is the annual percentage rate, so it's the amount of interest added to your borrowing at the end of the year. You feel me? Yeah. So credit cards are going to have about 18, 19, 20% APR, which ain't great. Uh, and if you're, if you're borrowing regularly and you're not paying back, because with credit cards, the way it works is that you are set a credit limit and if you don't clear the credit limit balance, so like, let's say, let's say my, my credit limit is five, five bills. And yeah. I use my credit card for 250. Yeah. If I do not um, pay that 250 back by the end of the month, obviously interest is going to be added to that 250. 250 yeah. Me. Yeah. So that interest can add up and add up and add up and then you end up with a large sum at the end of the year, which you ain't trying to see. You don't want to see that. Um, and with that, it affects you. It affects your credit score. Yeah, your credit score is going going forward. Your credit score is um, when you're also called. It's basically how banks rate how banks or lenders rate rate you in terms of how much they trust you with their money. So if you're not trusted yeah. and your credit score is low, you're unlikely to to get access yeah. to good to like to decent amounts of credit. For me. And with that, it can affect you when you're um, trying to get a mortgage through um, a lender. Even if you're trying to rent. Or whatnot. Yeah, even if, yeah, even if you're trying to rent or whatnot. So. The moral is it comes back, it comes back to, your decisions come back to bite you at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, look, you can check your credit score through um, credit reference sites like um, Credit Experian and things there. So, go look if you need to look. Obviously, uh, not obviously, but looking numerous times can also affect your credit score, you know. <laughs> yeah, it leaves like a footprint, doesn't it? Yeah, so it? if you're looking like five times in one day, like, no, look at you, imagine, or you might, it might mm-hmm. lower your credit score. But yeah. I think that's, I don't, I don't really get that, innit? But I don't, like, I don't understand why that should affect your score. Me neither. Um, <laughs> like, I don't, like, when I think of it logically, I'm just checking, innit? Even like, ap- applying for numerous, um, or various um credit cards or loans can also affect your credit score. Yeah, they see that you've applied for like There's five a lot, or six that's what I'm saying. things. Even though you might... Re- research is research is needed because there's a lot of things that you may you may just see credit score as me just repaying loans and this and that and um repaying my credit um amount each month, but. It's it's more than that, bro. If you miss a payment on your phone bill, it can it can really um yeah. If you miss a payment on your phone it can bill, affect your credit score. Any direct debits, yeah, bro. It's, it's... If you're financing cars, that's why I personally I wouldn't finance. Not to say I wouldn't be able to pay it back, but I personally I don't know. I don't really. I'm not really one for financing. Like thinking forward, I'm not really one for financing a cars. I don't know. I don't. I don't see it as a bad thing. Do you know why? Because with Go cars. On. If you buy a car new, obviously it's gonna depreciate in value. If you there's obviously numerous methods of financing a car. You can get um like normal finance where you obviously you pay 
a monthly amount, obviously a, a deposit as well. And at the at the yeah. end of that um term, you then own the car, or you could hire purchase. You could hire yeah. purchase the car, which you just pay an amount monthly as well as as, uh, as a deposit as well. But yeah. at, at the end of the term, you don't own the car; you just give it back to whoever you've um hired. Yeah. Which I don't see a problem with that because, as I said, cars are a thing where they depreciate in value. So if you want to get a new car every two, three years, then higher purchasing might be the one for you. Unless you got, if, yeah. unless you got the money to spend racks. It it depends. It depends what you're, like you said. It depends what you're going for. You're just if you're going for, if you're someone that wants like a new yeah. car and is going to want a car every two years or whatnot, that is probably best suited for you but well i assume a lot of people will be are going to or have bought their first car so i feel like um the consensus is that actually no i wouldn't say the consensus but i don't know it it could be 50 50 but for me i would just prefer to just buy buy my first car just outright yeah just outright that's the way to go if you're looking to buy a car i would not suggest like buying a new car, like a new new car, like let's say twenty twenty plate. You feel me? Don't <laughs> do that because, like, if you look at it as an investment, the car is going to depreciate. I think it's like twenty percent in the first year. Yeah, you've lost. So you're just going to lose money. If you're going to buy a car, buy it like two, three years old because the depreciation is much slower after that first year, those first couple of years. Yeah. So that's my advice when it comes to buying cards but anyways let's get back on the boring um credit cards they're gonna have a high apr compared to other borrowing methods and they're even gonna have a high apr maybe like 30 percent if you're trying to do cash withdrawals yeah when it comes to credit cards yeah um if you do find yourself in a situation where you've amassed a large amount of debt with your credit card you can transfer your credit card balance to another credit card for zero percent APR, so you're not charged any more APR for I think some of them do 80, 18 months. So you have eighteen months to pay off that large balance with zero percent APR. When that APR period does end, it will, it will rise quickly to a high, probably like twenty twenty-five. So I would suggest if you do get into credit card debt, do that, but pay it off in the eighteen months. But don't get into credit card debt is the main thing. Don't get into it. <laughs> don't get into the first <laughs> But if you, do, to be fair, it's more, it's more um, uh, what's it called, common than we think. Yeah. Like a lot of people get into it. No, because you no. Get, you see you see the figures and you get gas. You're like, okay, cool. What? That's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Giving me this much money to spend. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to spend it. But it's it's through a lack of education that these things occur. Because if you do your research before, you can plan and then you understand the actual substance behind it. And it's not just, it's not just free money. No, no, no. The borrowing has a cost. That cost is interest. Remember that. Yeah. Um. Those are so we covered overdrafts. We've covered credit cards. Are we gonna go into um housing and mortgages? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's go into renting. Would, okay, let's go into renting because if you don't if you don't plan to spend you're five or six years after you finish uni living with your parents and you haven't amassed, amassed about 33 bags, which is the average amount first-time buyers need, then you're probably going to be renting at some point. Yeah. Renting, I see, 
Well, yeah, I yeah. see no problem with it whatsoever. I do see a lot of people like on the TO, which is a stupid place, as, as we said before. The TO is a place yeah. full of sheep. Do not listen to it. Yeah, that's that is where yeah. you go wrong. <laughs> yeah, so um, renting, there's no problem with it. Do not feel ashamed to be renting houses right now. So the housing market is it's iffy right now because obviously Corona. We don't it's, know. It's v- it's very iffy. Like that. Uh, what's it called? The people in that industry, they don't even know what's going on. We're not going to know the, the figures of how much house right now. Yeah. Until like the next like three four months because you need to. So I think they look at it quarterly. So I haven't really like, fully finished this. Yeah. Before me, but um, yeah, renting. Um, when you're renting, you can go through a letting agency, or you can go straightly, straight directly to the landlord. Landlord. They both have their um, what's it called, positives and negatives. If you go to a letting agency, there are going to be higher costs, um, because they're gonna charge you fees. They're, they're obviously gonna charge the landlord the fees as well, because they have to find yeah. people for the. I, for the I feel like also it's important to do your background research on. The letting agency yeah. or the landlord because letting, letting agencies <laughs> are scammers. They will they will chop your money. Yeah. So but they will, they will chop your money. With the post the positives of going with a letting agency is that you are going to have more consumer protection. Yeah. So you will be protected by things such as the property redress scheme. Um, yeah. What's the other one? I can't remember. It's called a TPO, but I can't remember the actual name of it. But you have more consumer protection. So if they're trying to rip you off, you can go to these um, ombudsmen and fight your case. Yeah. When going to a landlord, but, you will see less costs because they're not. Um, yeah. What's it called? Being charged fees and whatnot. But in terms of, I feel like professionalism it may not be the same as a letting agency firstly yeah if you, and if you, you go know. to obviously a landlord it's going to be a thing where you guys are going to speak da, 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 da. if you go to a letting agency every time you have a problem you can call a letting agency like they will sort yeah. out for you like if there's housing repairs they will sort out for you da, 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 yeah da. like average Letting agent um, fees are about two hundred pound for for what? Sorry, the average fees that letting agents do charge before you start down any, any deposit. Oh, okay. pounds. Yeah. Um. So, as I said, letting agents are going to be a bit more expensive. If you want to go to straight to a landlord, you can use sites such as Open Rent, No Agent, and Home Renter. You can that will, they will connect you straight with a landlord. So for you, um, let's say you you wanna move out after uni from I don't know straight after three years, four years, five years time. Um, you would would you rather go down the seemingly quicker path of renting a place or saving for a deposit for? Your first mortgage. Maybe I'll be so wrong. <laughs> I know. What you, I already. Know, I already. Know, I think I've. You know. You know what I'm gonna say. So I know your. I know your answer already. I do, I, the, I don't want a mortgage, bro. I feel like the banks are profiting too much of us. Like, 
I'd rather save every damn penny I have and buy a house cash. Whether that whether the house is one hundred bags and in flipping leads, I don't care. <laughs> I'd rather have a house which I know I own than the bank owning ninety percent of my of my yard, bro. Okay, cool. Okay, but you see, with that, yeah, we have to be realistic. Cool. That's you in it. But can everyone? Is almost people. Okay, to be fair, you're not saying that's your opinion in it, but let's generalize. Are people able to save that much? It depends on what type of sacrifice you're trying to make. If you're not trying to take, make the sacrifice I'm making to, to have that amount, amount of money to save, and blah, 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 then not. Yeah. Then probably, no, you can save your 10 bags or 20 or 30 bags that you need. And go get a mortgage, isn't it? Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Obviously, there's pros and... There's pros and cons to... um Getting a mortgage with anything. There's pros and cons. Um, Let me just read out a couple pros. Quickly, and quickly. Let me just say something. When it comes to this whole buying a house thing, I'm so wary of it, to buy a house for personal use because as I said before place for bare long really bro this where, where I live now is the longest I've stayed in one place Six that's six years mm. so like it's a thing but where, do you feel like you're it's a thing where like, agitated agitated it's a thing where I even asked Mumsy like the other day I was like are you not are you not bored of this place here are you not trying to move she was like no I like, really? I like this place bro I don't like staying in one place for, for bare long so I currently can't see myself like what slapping two hundred racks on a house, and then I've, well, I've got to live there for how long? I said twenty five years. Like, no, I hear that. Um, so in terms of cool, in terms of affordability, I think what was he said earlier that if you have to slap a hundred bag on a house in Leeds, so you would be willing to go to the north of England, Yorkshire, all these different places. As long as I've got a roof over my head, I'm cool, bro. And I'm earning money, of course, because... <laughs> but what about... um? But cool. I don't know what profession in particular you you want to go into, but how will, like, not being... Obviously, I don't, I don't know much about, like... I assume that Manchester, Liverpool, Leeds, they have their own um, corporate um, companies and whatnot and their own inner cities and whatnot their own version of Liverpool Street and whatnot yeah, but yeah, yeah. in terms of your prof- in terms of your profession for what I know wouldn't it be better to remain near London at, at least as I said before like, I'm calm with renting so if I have to rent in London until I amass the amount of money for me to buy my own house then that's cool because I'm going to I only see working as a what's it called, a short term thing. I don't see myself working 30, 40 years because that's crazy for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm definitely trying to go down the entrepreneurial route. I see myself doing that. So mm-hmm. be able doing that will allow me to have a bit more flexibility so I can really live where I want. I don't need to be in London. I don't like being okay, I don't like right. being like, forced to live somewhere. You feel me? That's that's why the whole that flexibility is very important to me. Freedom and flexibility are so important to me. You want to be fluid. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. No, that's fair enough still. That's fair enough still. I hear that, I hear that. But um, let me 
run through run through um, a few advantages um, and disadvantages of a mortgage. So one advantage is longer term mortgages with the average house price in the UK currently around 200,000. A mortgage is the only way for most people to own their own home. However, however, longer term mortgages are becoming available. These 30 year mortgages mean although is a longer commitment. It can be more affordable. It is a more affordable, sorry, option than before. So that's kind of, so that's the problem you have really being tied down for that thirty years and obviously with the remortgage as well. That's crazy. That's crazy. Right now that that sounds so crazy. Maybe when I have some youth, it will look more yeah believable or maybe I can see it more. But right now, yeah, that what one place for thirty years. <laughs> I don't. All right, cool. Let me let me run through the other things. Then we'll get back to this. Um, another advantage is cost-effective borrowing. The interest rates on mortgages are generally lower um, than for other types of borrowing. Lenders can offer a variety of mortgages such as fixed te- fixed rate, tracker, or discounted deals. Let me jump in there real quick. It's possible. You're going to get the best interest rate when you supply a large deposit. If you're if you're slapping down yeah ten percent, so yeah, if you're slapping that itty bitty deposit. Yeah, so when it comes to um is, mortgages, they're usually low um loan to value. So the bank will give you you get a ratio. So let's say you bring ten percent, the bank brings ninety percent. If a yard costs 100 bags, you're going to bring 10 bags and they'll bring 90 bags. With yeah. these loan-to-value things, you can only buy a house which is four to five times your income. Yeah, I think yeah, four, I think four, four, four times is the number I've, I've heard the most. Four to five times your income. Yeah. Houses in London, <laughs> let me tell you. No, but what, but what you're not factoring in, what you're not factoring in, you could be with a partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, houses in London are about 13 yeah. times the average wages. Yeah. So, just take that into account. Fixed, yeah, you have to take that into account. Fixed rate mortgages are only for a, a certain period, so maybe five years. And that means that interest rate on your mortgage is going to be, let's say the interest rate about 5%. Let's say, so they're not going to be that high, but let's say 5%. Yeah, if they're five percent, you're only paying five percent, no matter what the interest outside interest rates are, every year on your mortgage. Now, that's only going to last five years, so you better use that time wisely. Yeah. It could, it could go a different direction, and the interest rates could be seven, eight, nine percent after you finish your fixed rate period. And now you've been used to paying five percent for the last five years. And now you've got to pay seven eight percent. So seven eight that extra three or four percent. That's a big. It's a big. It makes a difference, makes a difference isn't it? Because yeah. mortgage rates are usually variable. So it depends on how yeah. much the interest rates of the Bank of England are. So that's obviously how much the bank, your bank, is going to charge you. So yeah, just take that into account when you get a fixed rate mortgage. I think I think the interest hasn't the interest rate has gone down since COVID. Am I right? Was it gone up? Bro, I can't lie. I, for a person who studies economics, I have not been looking into the news about these things as of recently. I can't lie. News is my, is my, is my is, negative right now. I'm just trying to look at it. I feel as though it 
Defo Flores that I saw a news article saying it's gone down. The last time I looked at interest rates, I think the bank rate was about 0.75%. That's the last time I looked at it, bro. But like, that was time ago. And to be honest, I don't really... Nah. I'm not really... Um, I don't really look at that stuff in it, but I, 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 I peek at it um, once in a while. And I feel like it defo has gone down, but um, I might come back oh, to that yeah. at the end. But um, going going on to the disadvantages of a mortgage, um, by taking out a mortgage, so this is the debt aspect. By taking out a mortgage, you're taking on a commitment to pay back a lot of money within a certain time period, including interest. Even over 25 years, you'll be paying a lot more back than you borrowed. Um, another disadvantage, secured loans. A mortgage is a secured loan against your property. So if you can't keep up with the repayments, you could end up losing your home. Which is, I don't know why I'm laughing because it's not much. Bro, you're laughing at people who are becoming <laughs> homeless, bro. I'm, I'm not laughing, in it, But um, listen, <laughs> it's a big responsibility. And you have to be realistic. This is why I feel as though people, especially people that live in London, and they say, yeah, I'm going to stay in London, da 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 they need to start realising it's going to be very hard to live, to buy a property in London. We forgot a couple of things, bro. Start, in what sense? Stamp duty. Oh, yeah, stamp duty. That's um, tax, basically, on buying property. Is a but I think it's when you buy your if you is it when you buy another property? Um, first time buyer rates and um, second time buyer obviously are different. Let me let me get up the let me get up the definition. Uh, There's a tax levied on the purchase of property in England and Northern Ireland. Yeah, it is a progressive tax and is charged at different rates depending on the purchase price of the property. And there are a number of stamp duty tax bans. With rates progressively rising from lower to higher bands, I think I've I've heard um, I've heard that the Conservative government do flirt around um, flirt with this stamp duty thing in terms of a stamp duty holiday and whatnot. Wait, let me and let me give you the, the rates real quick. So yeah, if you on. buy a property for less than one hundred twenty five k, the normal rate. Is zero percent. Oh yeah, zero percent. You're saying yeah. If yeah. if it's an additional property of less than 125k, it's three percent. If you're buying a property between 125k to 250k, it's two percent. An additional property, five percent. 250 to 925k, it's five percent. An additional property, eight percent. Um, 925k to 1.5 mil, <laughs> it's ten percent. <laughs> now, bro, you even man said you got you got that's one got to rise an extra one one hundred and fifty bags, and and that's and am I right to say that's um not including the deposit? No, bro, no. So that's on top. Yeah. So when that's what I'm saying. So when you Go get your mortgage and you buy. So it's essentially okay. So a one point five billion pound house, you're gonna to have to ride one hundred fifty bags. Yeah, yeah. And then the bank is gonna bring the rest. Actually, no, you're gonna to to ride less than that. No, no, wait. Yeah, you know you're gonna to to ride one hundred fifty bags. Sorry. And then the bank, the bank, yeah. the bank will ride the rest of that. 
the rest of it. And you got to rise another 150 bags. <laughs> so in theory, you got to rise 200, no, 300 bags. Uh, and it's a thing. It's a thing where when you actually get the yard, is it? Is it was it worth it? Like, is it? Is it actually worth it? Like you said, you can really go up north somewhere, and some of the houses in Liverpool, and whatnot, they're like eighty bags. Bro, okay. As well, let me finish it real quick. Um, so the additional property for nine hundred twenty-five k to one point five mil is thirteen percent, and then. The rest of properties over 1.5 mil is 12% and 15% for an additional property. Bro. They're chopping. They're chopping, they're chopping. And a lot of they're eating another still. fee that we didn't mention is solicitors' fees. Solicitors are going to. Yes, solicitors and brokers. They're going to have to do up your, your local, look to, over your contracts be, and then things there. To, to, to be fair, you can get. Obviously, you want to get the best solicitor in it, but you, with with that one, you can you can be efficient with that one in it. Yeah, like don't 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 be paying over the odds. Ask around, like be that one. You could be savvy. Oh, yeah. Stamp duty and solicitor's fees are things you're gonna to have to take into account. So just remember, if you're trying to buy a house for, hopefully, all of you listeners can buy houses for a million a million so, pounds in it. But if you're trying to buy a house for a million pounds, you're gonna to have to rise one fifty bags deposit. And the number 150 bags stamp duty. So you know how I said earlier they um the government was flirting with the whole stamp duty holiday thing. Yeah, go on. Um obviously this is from the Sun newspaper, so I don't know about the reliability, but um I'll just read a bit of it. The ministers are considering introducing a six month stamp duty holiday to revive the housing market this year. Um that basically because of the virus, because <laughs> Ain't no, ain't nobody gonna be able to rise that up. <laughs> Some mm, of the amount mm, you said, ain't, ain't nobody. But with these things, what I've heard is there's a lot of talking that comes with these with this stamp duty holidays. So whether it actually comes into fruition will be interesting. But I feel I feel as though it is necessary because of the way the market's going right now. How what people need what 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 people need to understand the housing market is probably one of the biggest aspects within the economy. So the government needs people to buy houses and whatnot. In in if the housing economy sorry the housing market is doing well, it's a it's a large indicator of how the economy is. Yeah. So if it's doing bad, usually the economy is not doing too great. And so, and right now because of the furlough schemes and because of COVID and whatnot, a lot of people aren't working, so it would make sense to have a six-month stamp duty holiday to allow people to get back onto the market in a what's it called in an easier way. Because right now it's looking all mad. Mm-hmm. It's looking, but whether that comes into fruition, we'll have to see. Um, yeah, that's the um the the what's it called? What's his name? The Chancellor of the Exchequer, Rishi Sunak. That's some an idea that he's flirting with in it. But like I said, for what I've heard, they they do mention this a lot. So we have to see if it comes to fruition. Cool, cool, cool. That sounds that sounds decent. Yeah, decent. but but even for, forgetting it, 
if it does come into fruition, it'll be for a period of time. So most likely for me, you, well, you don't want to get a mortgage, but for the listeners that do want to get a mortgage, you, you are going to have to pay stamp duty. Yeah. So, yeah. That... No, 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 no. It's not about mortgages, bro. I'm, I'm still going to have to pay it, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. It's a tax on buying a property. Oh, yeah, you buy the property with, with the bank's money or your own money. I was, thinking, like that. I was thinking about in terms of you renting. I wasn't thinking... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. but um, yeah. yeah, buying the property, mortgages, or whatnot, it's it's got to be done. But yeah, I feel like in terms of our age group in particular, and thinking ahead of buying properties, I feel like the main aspect. I feel like the first aspect is the deposit. That's the that's yeah. the first thing you've got a patent. So coming out of whether that's working. Sometimes you've got to think long term, whether that's working through uni and saving or if you want to do take a year out and save or when you graduate, you save. But the first, you can't think about renting or getting a mortgage or any of that without saving for a deposit. That is the most crucial, that is the first crucial aspect to it. Mm. What was I going to say? I was going to say, I forgot I lost my train of thought. Um, continue, continue. <laughs> um, so yeah, the deposit, and like I said, obviously when we've been speaking about mortgages, I think we, I don't know if you, I don't know if you're speaking in terms of that's one person, but if you are with a partner, you do benefit in the sense that. Your um, your amounts are put together. If you're both, if your na- both your names I've are on the mortgage, train of thought. You regained it. Yeah, yeah. What I was gonna say was, my whole thing against mortgages is to do with personal liability. I do not want to have my my name in two hundred, three hundred, four hundred bags worth of debt. If you think it's, it's under an LTD? You think it's a? Would you would you class it as a debt though? It's probably still debt for debt. The bank, the bank, the bank basically owns your it owns your nyash, bro. Because if you don't pay that, you're gonna be homeless. The bank will say, "Hey, bro, that yard of yours, <laughs> we we own it, bro. They own the equity of the yard. You don't own it like that, unless you but, you rise up a large amount of the deposit." But like I said, you don't own the house like but that. But like I said, we have to be realistic in the sense that. Not everyone could buy a buy a yard outright, you know. No, what I said was I have a problem with it being personal liability. So if it was under an LTD, if I if I rise up a company, yeah, DB DB Property Limited, yeah, I don't mind getting a business mortgage, a business loan, and slap it on the property because I can profit off that. You feel me? But if it's a thing where it's under my personal name, it's not. It's not running. It's not running. Okay, I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. I feel like I don't know. There's like I said, I've read out the advantages and disadvantages. It's yeah. it's it's allowed a lot of people to be house owners or whatnot, but yeah. it's not for everyone in it. At the end of the day, if you rather Definitely. rent and amass your money until you're ready to buy a property, or you want to go down a, a another route, that's calm in it, but. You should, but also with that, um, that we said before, credit score 
all of that deposit, it all comes, it's all under the same umbrella. So don't think, oh, because I'm not going to get a mortgage, my credit, nah, your credit score still needs to be patterned regardless. Cool. Because you may you may need some access to credit at some yeah. point, whether or not you never know you and, and you and you it. might and you might change your mind. You never know. Yeah. You might it might make it might make sense for you to get a mortgage. You might be able to. You might buy. You, I don't know. Maybe you buy a house where um, what what you're making and the value of the house. Getting a mortgage is not that deep. If you understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah, bro. I'm very open to changing, just depending on the situation. Yeah. Um, m- most of the things that I do say or or do are situational. Yeah. Like, obviously, man's got principles, but I have no no issue with saying I can't like that. There was only was only for that time. Yeah. Or or saying I'm wrong. I ain't got a problem with, with that either. It's like you feel me. If it, if it comes to when I'm now. 40 and I need a mortgage I'll buy a mortgage I'll get a mortgage like. would you be open to um, buying multiple properties and whatnot and flipping them going down under that... LTD under an LTD no problem bro but not under your name no 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 so you wouldn't do a little student accounting or nothing like that or land bro routine? when you do the, when you do the student accounting um, it's, uh, what, not student accounting but when you do them things there I'll slap it on an LTD it's not, it's not a problem yeah. So your your so what I'm gathering is your main problem is personal, personal liability. Li- yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's fair enough, isn't it? Business liability. It can only go as far as the, the, the business. <laughs> if the business if the business fails, then the business goes bankrupt. Obviously, I'm a director, so that will affect me. But yeah, <laughs> they ain't gonna come. They ain't gonna come and take my assets. <laughs> they ain't gonna. They ain't gonna come and knock on your door. <laughs> nope. They can't knock on my door. I've seen that from fucking Coronation Street in them days, there, fam. Bro, got me shit from you. I keep keep myself safe. I have I have no debt to collectors turn up to my yard and tell my kids, yeah, they're taking you, they're taking you. <laughs> <laughs> I have to fist man up, you know. <laughs> bro, you have to fist man up for your use, bro. Because what man's coming to your yard and taking your TV? <laughs> oh, I said in the middle whilst your children are watching TV, they just come say, fam, they used to watching Teletubbies and and the man are coming to come and taking the TV. Nah, 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 nah cut on. Nah, he's <laughs> Um, man, man, come and repossess, repossess your iPhone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't lie, that can't run. That can't run. <laughs> I said, thank you. <laughs> oh, you're you taking you're, you're out of work and you get... And, and I know these gone. men are rude as well. These men, are, they're, they're coming a cheeky thing as well. Bro, why wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> Barefield Mitchell's just rolling up to your gaff. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want that. You don't want that. <laughs> so, in order for me nah. to stop myself from, from getting those situations, I'm a stay from the personal liability. I hear that. I hear that. But, um, I definitely say um, to people, especially people that want to live in London, when they're older, they might have to look at alternatives, possibly, and almost work their way back into London, if you're trying to get what I'm saying. Bro, go go to Hertfordshire, go to go to Kent, go to I don't know. But even what? even them places are still them places that yeah, they're cheaper get, than London. Don't get don't get twisted. 
the prices are still kind of crazy. The, the prices are crazy. They, no, to be fair, London no, to be fair, to be fair, I, I think people, no, nah, to be fair, yeah, I feel like people in London, they don't have a problem going to the suburbs. Like, if you ask them, they wouldn't, they wouldn't mind going to the suburbs, especially when they get to a certain age. Like, everyone loves the London thing and being out with a man, them and this, that, the other. But you get to a certain age, they probably wouldn't mind the quieter suburbs and whatnot. But it's the, it's the Birmingham's, the Leicester's, the Leeds, the Liverpool's, mm. the Manchester's. Mm. Yeah, no one's going to hear them accents there. Yeah, no one's really trying to oh, hear no. that. But listen, it might benefit you. So I, I would have personally advised people just to be open in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't close anything off. Obviously, if you aspire to live in London and you want to live that lifestyle, have your aspirations to do that. But you just you got a joke. It's not going to come easy. You've got to make them sacrifices. But anyone that's willing to do it, God willing, I commend them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I hope you guys have taken something away from this conversation. Yeah. DB came with his little... His, his, he slapped on your economics hat today. Come on, bro. Actually, just That's before we end, conv- before we end this convo, I want to stop seeing these pics of people showing pe- houses in America and comparing them to houses in the UK. Do you know how large America is, bro? Do you know how much land them man yeah. have? Do you, under- do you understand? Yeah. Do you understand supply and demand? If you've got yeah. all that land, you can build as much houses as you flipping want. They're gonna be worth what two hundred bags. When we've got such yeah. a small country and niggas are fighting for land. Of course, the Nickel island fam. The supply of land is low, and the demand for houses is high. So the the, the house prices are going to be high, of course. That's what I'm going to say on that Nick- topic. So I'm going to finish it there. But, we're, done, we're done with houses. But yeah. But nah, yeah. You slapped on your your economics hat. I I I learned a lot from you from this conversation. But hey. in terms of um properties and whatnot, um, I want to shout out Bricks with Tips again. Um. Yeah. Come on, come my brother in law, he my brother in law, my sister, he covers this and more in so much detail. There's a website up and whatnot. Um there's there's a lot going on in it. A lot going on. Check out the Instagram, Twitter, whatnot. Like I said, a normal brother from ends that worked his way backwards back into London, back into Southeast London. So yeah, just follow the journey. There's a lot of people on the YouTube with their different stories and whatnot. So, yeah. But, yeah, man. That was a good little... I learned a lot from that. I'm not really... I'm not really a finance guy myself, but I, I like to dwell into other realms. So, yeah, that was interesting. Love, love, love. Um, let me plug a book, which uh, I would say it's good for people who have got um, limited knowledge on finance and in general, you feel me? Me, personally, I bought it but it didn't really help me too much because I did some sort of finance course during sixth form, which I gained quite a lot of knowledge on like, um, financial products, financial services, mortgages, them things there. So this book didn't help me too much, but there's lots of um, helpful things which you can learn from this book. And it is a book that summarized some of the information that I got today. It is called Money. I use this guide by Laura Waitley. Uh, some of the chapters speak about so housing crisis and how to rent well, how to buy a home, debt you are in and how to handle it, how to budget, where to save, how to invest in the stock market, everything you need to know about pensions, everything you need to know about tax, 
understand your bills and insurance, as well as two chapters on money and love, ethical finance as well. So it's, it's quite a good book. It's about, what, 360 pages, not too long. If you're interested, Amazon, go get that. It's on it. Money, a user's guide. But yeah. But yeah, uh, let's let's slide oh. on to tweet of the week. Mm-hmm. Actually, wait, before tweet of the week, obviously, I said this on the first recording, but pick up DB, fucking ACS. <laughs> ACS most drippy, most drippiest guy. <laughs> a couple with the guys, a couple with the guys were, were a bit annoyed that he got it. But come on, hey, NC bro. gang. As we, NC as we said, Brooklyn K. Yeah. Brooklyn K. NC all. But now nah, shout shout out the Brooklyn guys. Still, we love a little, a little friendly banter and whatnot. Add a K to the end. Get when we see man, <laughs> when, when we see man on the football pitch next, it's it's pepper for you man still. Football pitch, basketball pitch. If we see you in blueprint, <laughs> anywhere, man. Rap that all anywhere, fam. Bro, anywhere, anywhere. You name it, innit? It's only any game you got you. Wow. So shout out them, man. Shout out them. Man. Um, love all of you. Actually, yeah, um, shout shout out to is he's got a pod with his man them called the Unserious Candidates Pod. The go go check that out. Yeah, them man are interesting. You know, there there are a lot of you to um. They they've done a lot of internships, knowledgeable on the, the finance industry. Um, yeah, I've listened to yeah I've listened to a few episodes. Still very insightful. Very insightful. Yeah, yeah, like you said, a lot of them have done internships and whatnot. Are clocked. Yeah, um, they're man, they're man, a juggy bro. They they done their thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hard, hard, hard. We'd love, love to, to see, see it. it. We'd love to see the diaspora in the corporate world doing their thing. Yeah, but yeah. Shout out the Unseries Candidates podcast. Shout out. C-O-G, Charlie Lester's podcast. Come on, my sister, Nancy. Shout out that podcast. Too funny. Every week, good content. They bring it. My my favourite social justice warrior. (laughs) (laughs) My favourite. We have to have Nancy on the pod one day. I've got better stories to tell the people than about Nancy. Nancy, too much, too much love and support from Nancy, fam. Yeah, and her friend as well. Yeah, shout, shout out, them man. Up. But yeah, let's go on to tweet of the week. But um, yeah, I got bear. I can't. I'll be real. I got bear. I got. I don't know. It might have to be a couple. Yeah, I struggle this week. I'll, I'll got, I struggle to pick one. I got. I've even got one. I had the one. I should, probably should have read it out earlier. I think Clock. I had one about the housing thing. But yeah. let me just read Actually, this one out quickly. I won't go into it too much because we've yeah, spoken yeah, yeah. about it. But um, this was by I don't know. I, I really like I really I really like this guy. This economics. He's cold. He probably doesn't need his He's podcast cold. shouting out, but go listen to him. Very insightful. Very objective facts. Bro. Anywho, um, he tweeted there are people who own homes way out of London because they are affordable and better value for money. They spend a few bob on travel as they travel into London to earn the highest possible salary. A long sacrifice, but one many of us Londoners should consider. So I'm not even gonna go. Obviously, I spoke about that before, but yeah. This is um, too cold. Have you found one, one of yet? Favorite pods, like yeah, one I of my favorites. When it comes to bringing facts to to this pod thing, one of my inspirations there for me because he always comes with the facts, the stats. Yeah, always... yeah. 
because it's a thing where you can't even you can't even try flames him or or spin it on him because man will just slap you with facts. Love it. Me, I love facts, bro. I love them too much. He was just he would just slap you with facts, and you would look silly. But um, yeah. Um, have you found? Have you found? Actually, where were my tweets? I feel like I screenshot a bad tweets, but I don't know where they're gone. What? Oh yeah, bro, gone. I'm have you found a tweet? Convos, yeah. I'm trying to find um a tweet from. That's the funny thing is, Carl. We send each other bad tweets during the week, yeah. and then come to the pod. <laughs> we're just scrambling. Do you know what? Yeah. I've got a tweet here which might be kind of controversial. I, I, I sent it to you a while ago, though. Yeah, go so, on. Someone said the Shukri Abdi protest in Leicester had a 200 people turnout. You, you do not have 4,000 people turn up to a Black Lives Matter protest and then get 200 for our sister Shukri Abdi. Acknowledge xenophobia and racism and keep the fucking the same fucking energy because you weren't there for Shukri today and she needed you. R.I.P. Shukri Abdi. She needs justice. I'll be real because how, how can someone push her into into open water and she dies and no no one gets caught for that? Are you mad? Yeah, it's crazy stuff. But this tweet here is is really trying to say that within the black community we don't really acknowledge Islamophobia, which Hmm. Mm. Um. Nah, there's definitely a problem with Islamophobia in general. Mm-hmm. Cool. Let me start just in general in it before I go on to the black community. Obviously, I I'm into a lot of like um. I don't know. I watch a lot of like programs. Like I don't know if you watch Homeland. I watch a lot of the BBC series yeah. and whatnot. And when there was a rise of jihad, I watched a lot of I watched a lot of these stuff in it. Yeah. But so so I feel like I, I I formulated different opinions. And there's some series I watch and I definitely feel like there's an Islamic um Islamic phobic agenda being pushed. And I feel like when there was a rise of terrorism, Islamophobia was starting to seep. It was no, it's always been about when there was a rise of jihad and whatnot, I do feel as though the black community didn't protect the Muslims within our community enough. Bro, people don't expect you to be Muslim when you're black. It's like... Yeah, that's the first thing. When the word Muslim is is said, the first thing that comes to your mind is an Arab or, or an Asian person. Yeah. But there's actually loads of black Muslims around. To be fair, I've always, with me, when I went to Ghana in 2015, I saw there was a lot of mosques being built and whatnot. So I was aware that um, the um, Muslim community was on a rise within Ghana. A lot of the international players in our team, Baba Rahman and a few others, I knew they were Muslim. I knew how I knew a lot of Nigeria was Muslim, so I was always aware that cool Islam is kind of prominent within African nations, more so Western Africa. Like I always knew East African and whatnot, but West West Africa, I was always kind of aware. Uh, but um, 
Okay. Yeah, go on. Like, to me, yeah, I don't know whether it's because, like, I, I would say I'm quite knowledgeable on Christianity. And then, yeah, I'm Muslim as well, so I'm knowledgeable about my religion too, yeah. to an extent. But I do encounter a lot of people who are not knowledgeable about my religion at all. Like, in what sense? Like, anything that comes up, just ask question, ask question, ask question, innit? Which is, it's good to ask questions, innit? But like, there's, there's very limited knowledge on Islam. I, I don't um, know whether that's because they don't know yeah. any black Muslims or they don't really encounter Muslims too tough, which is calm, innit? I don't know, you know, thinking about that. Like I said, with me, I watched a lot of um, series based in the Middle East and whatnot. And I I like, I really like documentaries and whatnot. So I kind of, I'm aware of certain well, things. Well, we got to look at, look now at you it say objectively, that, innit? Like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But now you said that, I feel like I agree with that in the sense that there's things about Christianity people just know. You don't even have to be a Christian, just know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. People couldn't say the same for Islam. And I feel like there's a perception, the media pushed out a perception of Islam that people may subcon- subconsciously have taken in. And there's a lot of assumptions. Yeah, And there's a lot of... And also, in ter- what I don't like in terms of how people treat Muslims and whatnot and the whole thing is that I feel as though people, let's say atheists, hold Muslims to a higher standards in following their set religious rules as they do Christians. <laughs> this, do you know what this like, is funny, yeah? There's, because, okay, let's say on. there's two girls. One's Christian, one's yeah. Muslim, Yeah. If the Muslim girl is freeing it up, people are gonna look at her like she's like she's mad. But if the, yeah. if the Christian girl freeing it up, they're not gonna look at her like she's that mad. They're gonna be like, oh, they, they look at it like it's normal. I don't know whether people have people but people look at Christians, Christians as um unserious with their religion because I'm very sure both religions it says you shouldn't be having sex before marriage. <laughs> but this is I feel like again it's perception because a lot of these TV shows and whatnot. When we watch them, we'll see Muslim women being stoned to death in certain countries for these offences. So maybe people subconsciously think, oh, rah, like, how can you be doing that? And I feel like Muslims in general, ah, I don't know, this may be a bit brazy, in it? But I feel like Muslims in general do take, I don't know, people aren't going to like this, but I'm going to say anyway. People, people, what was I going to say? People that are Muslims take their religion more serious than Christians to me to me personally that's my personal opinion I may be wrong I know a lot of Christians that take Christianity serious and whatnot but that's just I just feel like Muslims are more disciplined within within their religion I don't know man I love my my people I love my acts out there but there is a lot of man doing madness out here I'll be real like we, we do tend to pick and choose which, which, which things we um Agree with, agree with, or do or not do. <laughs> yeah, that that makes me laugh still. I can't <laughs> lie. But again, Christians do. No, but Christians no, no, do the no, same. Definitely, I can't definitely. lie. It's, it's, it's definitely yeah. around. Uh, you manage to funny with like, it. Man will, will back a whole bottle of yak, but if you pass my sausage, they will look at you like like you're mad, innit? 
That's a stuffer laugh. Bro, that's a stuffer thing. Pass me sausages, bro. I'm not touching that, bro. On the road. But my, nah, man, will, man will back a whole bottle of yak. It'll be waved. Or man will go clap. Mm. Man will go clap bare cheeks that week. But as, as I said, if you slap him a sausage, he'll look at you like you slapped his mum. That's a, man said, I'll fish you up fish you up for that, bro. So. Now, I think that's even a, that's a, that's a, I saw one article one time. Someone slapped um, a Muslim brother with bacon. And I think he got done for, got done for something. I can't remember what he got done for in it, but you see that one there, that one's tight still. I feel like you could get, you could get in proper trouble for that. Bro, one. no one's trying to mess with the pork, bro. No yeah. But yeah. Like that still. I do feel as though, I wouldn't say they're just like, there's not enough education amongst the black community around Islam. Which yeah. I would say, if you are unsure about something, obviously ask your Muslim friends. And if if you're unsure about something, we research it. Like, you can really go on the internet and find out things. Yeah, like, it's out there. Some of your Muslim friends might not know. Like, we are not yeah. imams. Like, we ain't got every single <laughs> bit of knowledge. Yeah, just same way Christians aren't priests. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. I feel like Muslims are held to a higher standard yeah. in terms of discipline. Like, you can ask me a question about Islam and I will be as bad as you because yeah. I do not know every single detail about my religion. I should. I should go, I should go yeah. try and learn, but I don't. Yeah. No, I hear that. I hear that. But I feel like that's, that's, that's with every, every religion. There's people like, not everyone knows everything, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's life in general. You're not life's a learning process, isn't it? Yeah, it's a journey at the yeah, end of the day. Sure. But um, no, Islam's definitely definitely a religion that I find personally interesting. For me personally, I've always been within the Christian community. I went to two Christian primary school. Hey, bro, same. Um, <laughs> no, not even Christian Catholic. Bro, one, no, actually, two Catholic primary schools and one um Church of Ireland primary school. So that was Protestant. Oh, swear. Yeah, bro. That was Protestant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. That must have been serious. Nah. I just had, I just had to think about the, obviously, the Irish nah, politics. Nah, bro, it's baked off now. I'll be real. Well, oh, for youth anyway. Like, what, six, yeah. seven-year-olds ain't, ain't doing up IRA. You know what I mean, Yeah. But for me, I've, like I said, I've always grown up in a, Catholic community. Even when I when I when I came to uni and I've told certain people I was Catholic, people were like, rah, like you're Catholic. Yeah, a lot of contra- I think it was you in fact that said that. <laughs> a lot of controversy and whatnot. So but it was a thing where my whole life I just been used to like, I went to a Catholic school, Catholic community, even in Ang's Catholic like everything was just Catholic. So I've gone to uni now, I'm telling man man's catholic people are looking at me sideways i'm like what is there something on my face or something like i was just hella bathed in it but um yeah obviously it's just it's important to not be ignorant and just 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 read up on different things judaism islam all these different things in it i've done my local research here and there just to have an overview about is that um what, everything what uh is that this the saudis what they practice what, what? 
what I can't I can't pronounce it properly. What is it? Bro, I I said religion is something that man's interested in, and you're talking about Saudis. Oh, I thought you said Wahhabi. I thought you said Wahhabism. Nah, bro. <laughs> nah, I think nah, said, nah, that's nah. what I'm saying. Isn't that? That's nah, what, bro. That's man, what don't the... know, man don't know about any Wahhabism. I don't know what that is, bro. I'll be real. But um, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm sure you said you have, you have another two of the week for us. Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let me go on to the song of the week, innit? Um, let's just tweet. Oh, oh, yeah, cool. Someone, this artist from Southeast London tweeted, Man, them, especially the young boys, don't feel belittled when someone calls you a good you. There's nothing shameful about being on, being on the straight and narrow. I think he's meant to say path, but yeah, the term is funny though, low. But um, oh, I agree with that. Like, I don't, I don't know why you, I don't know why man them get get upset when people call them good youth. Man's a good youth, Bro, you know. I, I don't, a, I don't. I'm a good youth. Man went to school. Man got all my GCSEs. Man went to uni. I'm a good youth. I'm a good law-abiding citizen. I am a good youth. Yeah, all of that. All of so, that. As we said, what do you say? I said, all of that, all of that. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So, all this, oh, oh, like, when someone calls you a good you, don't take, don't, don't pay any attention. Like, Why are you offended? The, the, the whole bad boy thing is, is rubbed. I can't Worst. It's, we'll probably have an episode on that still, but the whole bad boy thing is, is like, loud, in it? Like, it's, it's all fun and When we're young, yeah, we're gassed and you hear certain things and certain amount of bad boys from certain areas or whatnot. But where are these men come 25 now? <laughs> you, you've gone uni, you have a degree, bro. you have a degree, you have a house, you have this, you're, like you said, talking before about mortgages and whatnot. Where are these men? <laughs> they can't even get no mortgage. they got illegal income. <laughs> man don't even have to wash their money, fam. But anyways. Man, let's talk about bad, bad boy and all of that. Allow it, man. Like, yeah, we need to stop. We need to normalize calling people good youths and taking it as a compliment, bro. Take it as a very good compliment because it means that you're doing something right, yeah, man. Don't, bro, it makes me laugh. Because... <laughs> what, like, you're 18 plus, eh? why do you want to be a bad breed for what? Allow it, man. For who, like, oh, like come on, man. I, I do think women gaslight it slightly. <laughs> No, because be they will say it to you as an insult. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're good, you're good, you, da, 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 da. you're not bad, da, 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 da. But, man, them don't do things for the women. That is where you go wrong. <laughs> don't do nothing for the women. Obviously, if you're trying to defend your female friend or something that's in a dangerous situation, cool. But you're trying to do it for the attention of a woman or as a response or in response, just don't do it, innit? Yeah, don't don't let these women pressure you into being a quote unquote bad you. It's not worth it. You got what I'm trying to not say? Worth it whatsoever. It'll go. It'll go left for you. And when it goes left, where will she be? She'll be nowhere, fam. I can't nowhere even. I'm trying to think of a film or something to to reference, but I can't even think right now. No, I don't know. Oh yeah, no. kidhood. Hmm. Was he, trying to, was he trying to be a bad breed for her? I can't call cool. you. Definitely, definitely, definitely. 
nah, he was. And them, okay, cool. He's trying to be a bad boy for the man, them, and but for the girls, that all of them were trying to be bad boys for the girls. I would say my man, he was it Trevor? What, Trevor. No, not Trev, the other one. You're thinking of... Um, the one who hit him with a baseball bat. No Campbell, innit? Yeah. He was doing the most. Oh, yeah, he was doing it for the girl. He was doing it car. Oh, yeah, he, my man got weighed in, innit? Yeah. Got his head stomped on that. <laughs> now, I can't, like, no, them and Boyd, no, he was a bully, innit? But them and Boyd did. Like, deep it, they came to his yard, pressed his thing, then stomped him out and took his food as well. Hey, bro, come on. We don't refer to women as things on the TTP podcast, bro. Come on, man. Oh, yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. My bad. Come on, man. But, um, yeah, he, he, what's it called? I kind of understand that one still, but, yeah, don't do things for women. He went and got, and caught an M case, because, for what? <laughs> for what? It's not worth <laughs> it, man. It's not worth it. Okay. So let's slide on to song of the week. What have you got for us? What was your favourite song this week? Um... Oh, you go first, because I, I, I don't know. I've got, got bare songs in my head right now. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think of which artist I should I should bless you guys with this week. All right, cool, actually. I've got a few songs in it. Okay. Um, I'm liking Know My Rights by Six Lack and Little Baby. Yes. Bro, my name is Black. What is black, you know. His name is black. what? It's black. His name, is, his name is black. Oh, oh, my bad, my bad. Um, I just started fucking with him recently. He's called, he's I really called. like that. I really like that song. And little baby, the bigger picture. Yeah. Little baby's taking over the game. Powerful. Over the game powerful. Right now. Pa- yeah, powerful. That one's powerful. Still, like. I feel like Lil Baby's underrated in terms of his lyrical messages and whatnot. But that song, I feel like that's a complete song. Like, he talks about, every, he literally talks about everything. He even addresses the fact that he, as someone that comes from that violent background, is telling people, his youngest, to vote and whatnot. And he's saying he had to do what he, what he did at the time to survive or whatnot. But, um, yeah, I really like that song, isn't it? Okay. So those are two songs. Yeah. I'm going to play one again for us. This is going to be Denied in the UK. In the UK. Denied in the UK. Denied in the UK. By Lil Durk. He came to give us fire. Okay, cheeky. Two seconds. I ain't trying to get nabbed by the boy then. Copyrighting that. Yeah. Man really reps his girl, you know. He really reps his girl. Yeah, he does. No, he's been, doing, been it. doing it. Man, man's written a couple but, songs about um, her now. But <laughs> the moral of that song, though, <laughs> obviously, for people that don't know, he was meant to come to the UK, 
and he was meant to come to Leicester as well. <laughs> but what I can't lie, I even forgot myself. I didn't get a ticket, but I even forgot myself. My man had a whole M case <laughs> on bail. <laughs> and people just people just seem it just seemed to slip people's mind that my man had a whole M case and was on and was on bail. So <laughs> I don't know which UK he was Actually, coming to. Let me give them one more song though. I got you know what it is man after man after increase the threshold because there's there's bare songs. I want to give you guys one more song. Yeah, one of my favorite artists right now. Are you, Who's this? You can have a guess, bro. Oh, I don't know. One guess, bro. Is it Tiana? T- huh? I was gonna say you know Tiana what, yeah, Taylor. Actually, I was, I was gonna say YB Hester, you know, but actually, let me put Tiana Taylor because she went cold. Man, have to give her props still. Is it called Wake Up Love? Wake Up Love. Ooh, that song there, crazy. Mm-hmm. See, over here at the CTP podcast, yeah, we listen to a variety of music. We don't listen to just just drill or just that that American little hip hop thing. Nah, 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 nah. We listen to a variety. My catch. And man went in. I can't lie. My catch with the with the Clintons thing. Yeah, you might catch. Yeah, you might catch with the Tom. Um, Zanetti thing. Well, let's not get too carried away before we get copyrighted, isn't it? <laughs> but Cold. I like come back to me on that as well. The intro touched me. The intro touched me. I can't lie. Like people go listen to the intro when she's delivering her baby and whatnot. And my man's on the phone to the. Um... Have you listened yeah. to it? Yeah, my man's on the phone to the what's it called? The paramedics, and the... I couldn't do that. <laughs> I personally couldn't do that. I feel like so... I give, them, give them one more, which is gonna be. And Quaver also, I tweeted uh, earlier this week, Quaver needs to bake off with his features because it can't be every album I, I'm seeing Quaver, Quaver, Quaver. Go get Offset Ooh, and take off and make a new album. I don't know how much he's charging for features. He must be charging a bad price because he seems to be eating. Man, man bought his, 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 his baby, cheap, what, cheeky cheap Birkenberg. He's eating. He's No, but Justin Bieber's album, I saw him there. He went in, I can't lie. I saw him there. Pot smoke, I saw him there. And then when I saw him on Tiana Taylor, I said, bro, you're doing too much, man. <laughs> Just bake, man. Right, I'm going to slap you guys with Naughty. Why be happy? Just too playing too much, fam. Too lazy, isn't it? Wait, I was having this conversation earlier with someone. UK artists are 
I think they get too comfy after they drop a couple couple songs and they get they get like hype. They get too comfy because they they get too comfy and they're, they're, they're just their work rate is just is too sloppy and they don't know like we said with DBE, they overdid it. Like I I don't think UK artists know how to get the fine balance. No, DBE. Artists like Baby are much more up than the probably any artists in the UK. However, they are working 10 times harder. Do you know, Baby's about to drop another album called Lamborghini Boy soon. He already dropped My Turn for us this year. Yeah. Even, I, I was even going through, like, Young Boy's past albums. My man dropped, like, four projects in 2018, fam. Certain, certain our favourite artists in the UK probably ain't done that. They ain't done Let's it. Be real. Probably, they probably have, I'm not going to have the same sort of quality. I'll be real. Like, I don't know. They need to find... I feel like there's, it's, there's a balance. You need to find the quality, it? quantity balance, you know what I mean? Yeah, but at the moment the 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 quality's there, but the quantity's not right there. Like I ain't heard from Jay. I know Jay has dropped uh, Big Conspiracy earlier this year, but a little a little summer single would have been Where's nice. Dave? We it? haven't seen Dave in a year. Dave, yeah, we ain't seen Dave since <laughs> since I actually no, we ain't seen him since Professor X. Obviously, he dropped the draw thing, which yeah. was which yeah. was cold, but it was just a little. Obviously, he dropped the little preview. Hey, bro, man for. Said... I ain't on beating on misogyny, mahogany. <laughs> nah, that was frosty wood. <laughs> But yeah. That was frosty. Shall we wrap it up today? Still. Yeah. Alright. Also, guys, before we go, um, planning to be more interactive on our Twitter page, so go yeah, check that out. Yeah, hashtag CTB And um, yeah. give us any feedback, anything you found like funny about the pod. You know Due to be more polls and asking for your opinions and whatnot. So don't be shy if you follow us in it. Just tweet at yeah, us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Should we start on Insta? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. And why not? Um, Obviously, also shout out our friend. Um, I want to say her name in it. You might not want me to say, but Sarah <laughs> plucked us with the CTV mug. My slime. Do you know my, how to see that? My cup, you know? guy. I actually, I was confused because I didn't know it was coming to my yard. But no, I knew it was coming in, but I didn't say anything to no, you. I didn't know, bro. But, but um, yes, shout out her for that. My driller, um, yeah. Um, who else am I gonna plug? Shout out visuals by TA, yeah. Booking, photography, videography, he will do a good job for you. Is that yeah. our guy? Oh, yeah, Come yeah, on, bro. yeah. Uh, shout out, him. I'm always supporting the pod every week. Family, um, he's on our yeah. neck, and Jason dropped. Also, Jason, drop a fucking YouTube Jason, video. If you don't drop a video, man's gonna come and conk your head, bro. Because like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. well, he's also holding the content hostage. Begin. But um, on Tim. Who else we got plugs? Um, Benji set. Creations. Shout out to Benji Creations. Yeah. Come on, come on. Um, Bear shout outs. Hopefully, a couple features coming yeah, up yeah, soon. Yeah, so yeah. Stay, Stay tuned for that. Stay tuned, innit? Big things coming. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I've been your host DB. And I've been your host Ewan. Take yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. Stay, Stay blessed. blessed.